Welcome everyone. It is 3 p.m. and it's time for the Server Room Show. This is episode 25. Thank you for the SDF Public Server, SDF Public Unix Server System. No, I messed it up. So thank you for SDF for hosting the server. Today I want to talk about uh, practically about uh, ARM uh, chips. We spoke briefly about uh, ARM-based devices uh, when we talked about the single board computers uh, back in episode 3. Namely, I am sure we mentioned the Raspberry Pi. And probably you know that many of these small, uh, many of these single board uh, computers are using uh, in one form or another uh, some licensed ARM, uh, ARM-based chip. And uh, of course, also uh, probably your mobile phones as well. The mobile phones running uh, Android operating system. They run on ARM-based devices. And uh, the reason I I came up with uh, this topic was that I I was watching a, a couple of videos, and uh, and it made me realize uh, a few things. Honestly, personally, I remembered f- about ARM-based chips somewhere after the 1990s, but uh, I was uh, coming across a video on YouTube of uh, Retro Man Cave. I will leave the video in the description. And it was about uh, a British computer manufacturer, uh, Econ Computers. It was one of its... Uh, uh, one of its computer and uh, and it uh, it was uh, arm based uh, eventually it was one of the first arm based uh, devices they were selling and uh, and uh, the video on youtube was about uh, taking it apart and showing the bits and pieces and then i i looked into more into econ computers and uh, indeed those guys um, came up with uh, the the arm based uh, architecture back in uh, back in the 1980s in the very beginning it was for uh, as a coprocessor module for those uh, bbc uh, micro personal uh, bbc micro series personal computers served as a coprocessor but after shortly after they uh, around, around 1983, they started to to spin off this uh, ARM-based uh, processor they, they they designed, and uh, the f- the first one I think they called ARM2, if I'm not mistaken. There was something about ARM1 as well, but I couldn't find much of the information. So in 1983, they go go on with this ARM2. Uh, CPU, which becomes one of the first ARM-based CPU. And they start to sell um, computers under the Acon uh, brand. It's a British computer manufacturer with their own chip, with their uh, own design. And one of the interesting uh, point that they, from the very beginning, they key principles uh, or design goals were to implement it with uh, power efficiency, uh, similar to the um, MOS 6502, 
which was used in those BBC microseries of computers. Uh, one of the first chips a computer made these ARM chips where it served as a coprocessor. And when they went on to to create their own CPU, they kept these uh, design goals in mind. So one of them was the power efficiency, similar to those uh, MOS 6502, and another one was to achieve uh, low latency input and output handling, uh, again similar to those 6502. So, why is it interesting? Because uh, most of the people, uh, including myself, somehow uh, think that this ARM uh, CPUs and this ARM uh, architecture is something uh, very new, so to say, from the 90s uh, forward. But uh, actually, uh, it's good to see that it, uh, it existed uh, before, and actually it existed from the 80s. Uh, thanks to this uh, British computer uh, manufacturer. And their story of Aiken computers, it goes forward. Uh, it's uh, quite a long history they have. I left uh, some notes in the show notes and even a, a video, a BBC movie called Microman, which you can watch if you want to know more about uh, Aiken computers history, apart from the, the links I left. So, in their uh, long and troubled history, at one point, uh, the one I, I probably remembered, uh, what I mentioned in the 1990s, is when the, one of the major steps forward uh, into actually uh, the success of ARM is when Apple and Acorn began to collaborate on developing uh, the ARM uh, as we know, as we know of today, so they decide to to best to achieve this by a separate company. So they take the advanced advanced research and development section of Acorn, uh, which developed the ARM CPU, and uh, formed ARM Ltd. Uh, when the, uh, this company uh, spun off happened in 1990, uh, November 1990. And I think this is the arm we are all more familiar with uh, today. So it's really uh, interesting to dive into the the history of Acon computers of this British computer manufacturer, who is actually the the creator of uh, the whole arm uh, architecture and the arm and CPUs, which we which we use today. Because both its uh, both ARM's 32-bit and 64-bit uh, CPUs, they have wide variety of support in operating systems, in embedded, in mobile operating systems, as we mentioned, uh, Android uh, desktop operating systems, and uh, they even have some uh, server operating systems uh, supporting it. And probably you know that uh, ARM even even had some more or less successes in in the server market uh, where uh, they they made some uh, serv servers with uh, these power efficient CPUs and uh, high core count 
we will see uh, what success they will have but uh, as in the server market intel is uh, intel and amd pretty much uh, dominates the the market share uh, regarding uh, high performance computing where actually they don't care uh, it seems so much about uh, power efficiency uh, maybe they're not gonna uh, be uh, such a big big breakthrough there but definitely in the embedded market i think they uh, they have no no intel has no no chance in the embedded market arm is really leading there uh, just as well on the mobile operating system uh, platforms and and then it leaves us with uh, the desktop operating systems or the desktop uh, segment and that is where i wanted to to end uh, where to get as i this whole uh, idea of talking about arm came up when i saw these uh, two devices I want to mention today uh, both of them are uh, arm based devices and one of them is a laptop and one of them is a desktop they are very different in between in uh, price and uh, and and what they know the laptop is uh, from pinebook pinebook pro it uses uh, rock pro 64 single board computer as its uh, base and they uh, pretty much uh, took uh, a laptop uh, housing with a LCD screen, keyboard, touchpad. They added a camera module, a Wi-Fi module, an external. No, no, actually no external. It has a, a typical this uh, EMC uh, EMC drive on the Rock Pro 64. And added a battery as well and uh, they sell it as a laptop uh, up until this it wouldn't be wouldn't be that interesting but the thing is that they sell this for uh, $199 and uh, as you can imagine as it's based on uh, arm on a single board uh, computer package it is it is power efficient and I was watching uh, some of the reviews and videos about uh, this Pinebook Pro and it's a very very nice little machine I actually think that it's uh, it's on pair or, or, or maybe maybe a bit more than just a Raspberry Pi uh, 4, 4, 4, 4 gigabyte model but nevertheless uh, the price and uh, to have this whole package and uh, and the uh, lightweight these devices is uh, is very interesting the another uh, arm device i came across is uh, is a big uh, desktop form factor uh, definitely cost uh, more than uh, 199 dollars i think it's set somewhere around 1300 dollars for the whole uh, uh, the whole developer uh, kit which is like uh, the the board the motherboard and uh, and the desktop housing the case uh, all all coming together in a in a micro atx form factor it has four gigabytes of uh, ddr4 uh, 
memory. You can even have it with uh, ECC memory. It has two uh, dual, dual LAN. It, it, its CPU is uh, an ARM Cortex-A53, but a 24-core one, so you have plenty of cores. And where the even more interesting part comes that uh, you have uh, additional uh, slots to, to, to add the devices. Of course, you have to make sure you have your uh, uh, drivers for it. So it's that's why it's a, it's a developer uh, developer developer desktop for uh, developers who wants to to develop uh, natively uh, on ARM on ARM for ARM architecture. So you have a, a PCI a graphics card slot and a PCIe IO extension uh, slot apart from you have USB peripherals and uh, even two SATA ports and even uh, serial USB and and for a thousand three hundred euros but uh, it's a very uh, powerful machine and uh, apart from being powerful it's also power efficient so why why is it interesting that uh, it's just an arm desktop or or who who cares you would say and uh, i think that uh, it is important in a sense that uh, as arm uh, is uh, is very big on the mobile uh, operating system market shares and not just there because in uh, i think that in the desktop segment they really have uh, a possibility in the future where as, as power efficiency in the desktop segment is more and more important i think every day and uh, honestly nothing uh, proves it better or shows it better than uh, for example companies like apple they are uh, they are seriously thinking about switching uh, again their architecture and this case uh, into into arm so when a big company like apple is making uh, or planning to make uh, based on some of the articles i left in the in the show notes uh, trying to make a switch again one more time and to something more power efficient which obviously will lead to longer battery life even even on existing uh, battery technologies not even mentioning if battery technologies if itself uh, manage to improve in the future because the ones we have now is uh, is let's say not not always the best so if on existing battery uh, technologies what we have today they are switching over uh, planning to switch over from 2021 to one based architecture and uh, and be even more power efficient and uh, longer battery lives but actually people care, care about for how often i need to to plug in uh, my device for for charging then then there is indeed uh, has to be something uh, in this arm chips so 
yes, from 2021, their plan to sell their Max with its own chips. They claim that it's going to be uh, a five nanometer uh, ARM uh, based CPU with, uh, I think they were mentioning 12 cores. Uh, I left uh, the the note in the show note. I think it was mentioning five nanometer and uh, and the twelve core CPU. And in the end, if they if the software uh, is going to be optimized, uh, macOS and uh, and the applications people write for it, then it pretty pretty much uh, doesn't matter because uh, that's what uh, what it is important. Is the same as on on Intel X86, for example. You can have all the you can have all the cores, you can have all the multi cores, all the all the gigahertz you want, and all the technology. But if the software in the end is not optimized on the on the hardware you you are running it on, then then what's the point? Then then you you don't get that advantage. Uh, from using that hardware platform and and it's definitely true uh, for for uh, multi multiprocessor uh, computers that uh, many times you have all those cores and still the application you use is is only designed or or or, or configured to use a, a single core so then might as well we can be uh, more power efficient and uh, optimized and uh, use a chip like uh, like ARM. So I think there is a, is a lot of possibility there. And what it made me discover that, uh, as I mentioned, that uh, Acorn and Apple were, uh, were together in forming ARM LTD in 1990, but then uh, by 1999, Apple stakes in ARM lowered to around 14% in the company. Uh, I couldn't find uh, about percentages of uh, Apple's uh, shareholds in ARM LTD as of today, but it is interesting to to note that uh, there, there has to be some percentages of Apple still in ARM as of today because uh, they mentioned as one of the reasons for switching to ARM architectures in the articles I found around uh, 40 to 60 percent of uh, cost reduction uh, of their CPUs if they make the switch to to ARM architecture and uh, I think that's a lot so imagine if they were paying uh, let's say uh, hundred dollars for each CPU uh, for for each uh, each machines then suddenly they will pay between 400 to 600 just to just to say a number and it's uh, it's a big saving and then they just optimize uh, the software and and actually it's not that bad and i would really like to to see if they switch to our architecture what it brings to the the hackintosh um, seen because now we have all these uh, expensive uh, hackintosh machines i mean expensive uh, compared to a price of a new mac mini or a, or a new mac pro or a new imac it uh, it is nothing compared and uh, 
and you you pretty much don't lose any of the funct functionality. Uh, me myself, I'm using uh, a little uh, Hackintosh. Uh, it's a Lenovo uh, ThinkCenter M900. It runs perfectly uh, macOS Mojave, and I'm streaming uh, this uh, this this TSR the server room uh, each Saturday uh, without an issue using uh, Audio Hijack because it just works perfectly. And uh, what I'm trying to say that it's still uh, a costly hardware, so. If Apple switches to ARM, maybe it uh, makes the the Hackintosh scene be even more uh, interesting, so to say, for the people. Because if you can make it run on uh, on ARM devices, you can uh, you can put your hands on. If uh, unless it's gonna be some um, very 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 super customized arm uh, chip then then no but if it uh, is going to be anything uh, offered on the on on arms catalog so to say then maybe on looking around on on the embedded market or perhaps uh, something like uh, the desktop i mentioned but of course not uh, not uh, something as beefy as this 24 core but to be honest if uh, apple switches to arm in this example i'm i'm saying and for a thousand three hundred dollars you could pick up uh, uh, a custom desktop with a 24 core arm chips where you can put your DDR4 memory modules and your and your disk and your PCI and your graphics card, then suddenly a thousand three hundred euros doesn't sound so so extreme. So I really wanna see uh, what kind of ARM chip they're gonna they're gonna cook up because it will have uh, it will have uh, an impact uh, on the Hackintosh scene. Uh, Prices will move uh, one way or another, depends on the hardware they're gonna they're gonna move to, and uh, perhaps it uh, it brings more awareness to to ARM uh, architecture on its own, and probably we will see more uh, ARM desktops. Which uh, imagine if you want, you can not only install Linux, you can not only install. If we are lucky, uh, macOS, uh, most probably uh, Windows also comes out uh, something on ARM architecture. Actually, they came out, uh, Windows 10 IoT runs on ARM. I just don't know how much you can use it as a, as a normal desktop, but, uh, but it's there uh, around the corner. So who knows, maybe in a very near future, we all switch to ARM architecture and... Uh, we can run all the all the systems we want. Uh, Mac, Windows, Linux, BSD is already already support. Uh, FreeBSD, NetBSD, you can already run them on on ARM. They have uh, they have builds for ARM. So I think it will be it will be interesting to see how this uh, plays out. 
I really hope it's not gonna some not gonna be some super uh, customized chip no one else can buy only Apple. Uh, it should be it should be something like like now that they use normal Intel CPUs and you can buy it if you want and that's how the whole Hackintosh thing uh, goes. And the mystery uh, of someone in the chat is asking like Snowdusk that why why people want a Hackintosh. For me it's very easy the the price the price and uh, the fact to be able to uh, change the memory modules or the disks because uh, Apple is uh, tend to solder in uh, both the memory modules and uh, and the flash uh, um, storage uh, disks on on their on their computers lately and uh, if i can pick up uh, a little think center like this one i'm using for my hackintosh which is uh, equivalent to my to my uh, i used to have a mac mini for around 600 euros used i can throw in the amount of ram i want i can upgrade it later if i want i can swap the storage back and forth and honestly it runs the same way uh, macOS and these applications I use even even up to Adobe Audition for cutting the audio and putting some filters on the same way how uh, how much is the the Mac mini like a mid tier right now uh, 1600 euros let let me see honestly I I, I last time I I checked it I nearly cried that uh, how can it be so expensive I mean let me see here where I live, a Mac mini, uh, new one, let's say the, not, not the cheapest, so let's not be, let's not, not to be, so, let me see, Mac mini, uh, hmm, thousand, yeah, let's say, be honest, mid-tier starts from 1300 euros, so for half of the price, I pick up a little uh, Lenovo, I can put pretty much the same amount of uh, DDR4, um, it uses DDR4. I can put uh, my RAM in it and I can run macOS. And if tomorrow it uh, stops um, running uh, macOS for whatever crazy Apple update they push out and they kill my little Hackintosh, no problem. I install Linux on it on FreeBSD and I'm done. So for me, it's uh, it's definitely the price, uh, and sometimes it's not just two times. If you start to look at uh, Hackintosh, which is uh, in pair with those Mac Pros, uh, this this uh, Timex is is much higher. Uh, it can be even three times or four times the price, but they are trying to ask, and the components itself it doesn't cost that much. But indeed, they really have the, the software and the hardware uh, working there in in harmony, I I must say. So we see uh, what's going to be. It was a bit uh, long, uh, loud thinking of my end uh, about Apple and ARM architecture. But yes, I think it's going to be interesting. And uh, an interesting fact that uh, I didn't even know that Apple already made an ARM-based product back in uh, the 1990s 
when they made the Apple Newton, it used an ARM 610 uh, reduced instruction set uh, chip, uh, which many thinks that it's a predecessor of modern iPads. So they already ventured uh, towards ARM already. So let's see what comes out of from that deal. Uh, take a look at uh, Pinebook in the link, uh, Pinebook Pro for $199 Rock Pro 64 based uh, laptop. It's really nice. I really have to uh, resist myself to buy it because I don't need it, but uh, it would be cool to have one. And uh, you can look at uh, one of these alternative developer box, uh, this Socionex Sync Coaster, it's called. Uh, I struggle to find any other uh, this micro ITX uh, form based, um, four factor based uh, ARM uh, motherboard, but uh, I think I will look around and if I see, I will update the show notes. As always, this uh, streaming was available on twitch.tv slash Victor Madaras and I will update uh, the show notes links and upload the video recordings and the audio recordings its uh, usual places. You can always find it on victormadaras.freeshell.net. You have the links for the video store uh, on the Peertube and the audio files even in FLAC. So thank you very much for listening and see you next Saturday.